Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert. Brought to us by Cardinal Corner in By the Yard Outdoor Furniture that you can see at the Home and Garden Show. Jim and I will talk about that coming up in a moment. Benny Long here. I've been telling you about Cardinal Corn. It's getting really close to 10 years, I think. And, and if you haven't been there yet, I urge you to do that. They have two locations. Pam and Lee, lovely sisters, own and operate the, the, these two locations. Reminding you again, still February, that means it's still National Bird Feeding Month. And I always like to tell you, they have, without a doubt, the freshest bird seed you will find anywhere, anywhere. And they've got a great uh, website, and they offer, it's free, uh, the February Cardinal Corner newsletter, all sorts of tips and stories. Subscribe online, as I said, at cardinalcorner.com. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul. That's at Butler and South Robert. Amy is at the Newport Center location. You can visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner, you will find, is really more than just a birdseed store. Good morning to you, Jim. <laughs> Good morning. It's still winter. Oh, yes. It looks like it. It feels like it. You know, I went out in our yard just just a few minutes ago to get the temperature. It's 11 above here. I know the Twin Cities has 16. It's overcast, very strong northwest winds, drifting snow here in the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. You know, um, there's we've got this just huge drift across our, our driveway. I don't know if I can get it cleared by time to go to church or not this morning. We'll just have to see what happens. But also, I don't even think our road is, I don't think the plow has been by on our road. We live about four miles um, out of Waconia. But um, it's it's wild. So people be careful driving, be careful walking, everything. I have a, kind of a rough voice here. And I, it's, it's, it could be from overuse. Um, Sandy and I have been at the U of M, um, University of Minnesota for the Minnesota State Gymnastics Meet. And um, this is on Friday and, of course, yesterday. Our granddaughters, Elsa and Anya Gilbert, um, are on the Watertown Mayor High School team. And every gymnast in the tournament displayed, I thought, great determination and athletic ability um, on the vault, the bars, beam, floor exercise. It, it was just great. Um, anybody out there um, was a talented athlete and put on quite a show for all of us. End up that Watertown um, Mayor High School uh, came in fifth in the state in Class A, and Elsa our granddaughter finished second uh, yesterday in the balance beam during the individual 
uh, competition. So we're happy for her. Talking about um, the trip that we just, I heard the ad for it. Sandy and I, of course, are looking forward to hosting a trip to France next August 3rd to the 12th. We will visit Normandy, of course, and experience some of France's most iconic locations, including Paris, the Chateau Country, Monet's Garden in Givry, um, Mount Saint-Michel. Um, this trip has been planned by Michael Kenny from Define Destinations, who has years and years of experience in planning and leading trips in Europe. If you have never traveled to this part of the world, going with an escorted trip is a great way to experience something new. Anyway, for more information, call 651-398-9358 and ask for a brochure or check the web at defineddestinations.com. Danny, this morning, the sunrise, 721, and the sunset, 534. No, that's not right. I'm sorry. I got the wrong page. Can you believe it? The sunrise was 7. 7 o'clock. And sunset, 554. Now I'm reading on the right page. Okay, so today in the Twin Cities area, we have 10 hours, 54 minutes of daylight. And we're gaining daylight at the rate of 3 minutes each day. We've gained 21 minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And a total of 2 hours and 8 minutes has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. Normal high today is 32. Normal low is 16. Records for the date, February 24th in the Twin Cities. High came 139 years ago, 59 in 1880. The low, minus 20, set in 1967, 52 years ago. In the most snow we've ever received on this date in recorded history, 4.8 inch inches in the year 2007. The waning gibbous moon uh, rose at 11.04 last evening and sets at 10.01 this morning. Last quarter moon is coming Tuesday, February 26th, and our next full moon is March 20th, the, the vernal equinox, which is astronomical beginning of spring in the northern hemisphere. Lots of things happening outdoors right now besides the wind blowing. Uh, some great horned owl pairs are feeding newly hatched nestlings. Many trumpeter swans winter at Monticello, where much of the Mississippi River is ice-free. Expect to observe a feeding frenzy at wildlife um, feeding stations just before a snowstorm hits. Gray squirrels, dark-eyed juncos, American tree sparrows, northern cardinals, black-capped chickadees come in numbers and eat in earnest. And that's what they were doing yesterday. Between now and the last of March is a good time to prune grapevines. Now is a good time to prune apple trees if you haven't already done so. Oak trees can also be trimmed during the winter. Wild tom turkeys gobble and fan their tails on warm, late winter days. 
candlelight uh, trail walks and cross-country skiing and snowshoeing night outings are very popular statewide, hosted by nature centers, county, and state parks. Listen for wintering over male morning doves to begin cooing. I've not heard one yet, but I'm sure this coming week I'll hear one. Watch for the first eastern chipmunk to be out and about and maybe come to a coming to a feeding station. Last year here in Carver County, we recorded the first eastern chipmunk March 1st, and in 2017 it was February 21st. So if anybody's got a chipmunk out, love to hear that too. White-tailed deer begun shedding their winter fur. We can see that along the deer trails. In northern Minnesota, black bears, black bear cubs, are now about a month old, weigh less than three pounds each, and are in dens where they're still sleeping mothers. Our next-door neighbors, Dave and Peggy Phillip, left just this past Friday for Costa Rica. They're in the extreme southwestern part of the country and enjoying temperatures in the 80s and listening to a concert when they were having dinner last night. They were listening to a cicada concert. Now, cicadas are insects about two inches long that produce buzzing sounds. Um, they do it with what we call a, a tympanum membrane on the sides of their thorax. And, of course, this part vibrates, and then they produce this loud buzzing sound. Julie Brophy retorts from Victoria. They were awakened by a raccoon twice early yesterday morning between midnight and sunrise. The raccoon climbed up to their second-level deck to help itself to food set out for the birds. On Friday morning, the 22nd, Julie heard lots of spring bird music from northern cardinals, blue jays, red-breasted nuthatches, and also downy woodpeckers were drumming. Molly Miller from Invergrove Heights in Dakota County in the last few days has seen two bald eagles land in their yard, a northern flicker, and just yesterday a brown creeper. Molly says, and this is a quote, it's fun to see something different out there against the all-white. Uh, Diane and Dave Hearing, who live near Waterville, are avid maple syrup producers and have their gear ready. But the snow lies deep, about two feet there, and cold temperatures are holding up the season. Also, their maple syruping production um, program um, that was set for seniors this past Wednesday, February 20th at Riverbend Nature Center in Faribault was canceled due to the snowstorm but it's been rescheduled for Wednesday, March 13th at 2, at 12.30. They hope to have some fresh maple sap to share with participants by then. In early spring of 2017, Dave and Diana began tapping their maple trees February 10th. So if you would like to know more about the history and production of maple syrup, call Riverbend Nature Center in Faribault and reserve a spot for Dave and Diana Herring's presentation on maple syruping March 13th at 12.30. Do we have time for some more? Absolutely. Okay. My voice holds up. We'll see here. 
About 25 morning doves are coming to Russ and Sandy Ripburger's feeding station along Bass Creek and Brooklyn Park. A small flock of pine siskins and also 8 to 10 common red poles are coming. So do a half dozen American robins. Now, this is interesting. They're feeding the robins on a little tray feeder, uh, raisins, and the robins come to drink from a heated bird bath. Jim Hovder from Little Rock Lake near Rice in Benton County heard his first of the year Northern Cardinals singing the wet cheer, cheer, whistled song yesterday. He said, a great sign of spring. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report as of yesterday, before the new snowfall, um, they had received 32 inches of snow in the yard for February so far. About two feet of snow covers the ground in woodland areas. During the snowfall last Sunday, they counted 30 northern cardinals, this is all at one time, and 74 morning doves coming to their feeding station. Flocks of four to eight and sometimes up to 10 horn larks are seen along a county road between Northfield and Dundas. And that's a road that Ray travels every almost every day. Much to the concern of homeowners and those who manage other buildings, there is a spectacular display of icicles on many buildings. Uh, I have been using a, a roof rake here to cut down in the ice dam formation on our rooftop, and it's becoming quite actually quite a problem in the upper Midwest. Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault report about two feet of snow covers the area and it's tough for ringneck pheasants, horn larks, and other birds to find food. House finches are singing their spring songs. Red-bellied woodpeckers are vocal. That's a spring sign. Northern cardinals are singing louder and longer, and many more of them are singing lately. Bald eagles are still around because there's still open water. In a late afternoon this past week, Tom counted about 50 American robins heading for a roost. Mary Brislance from Lutzen, near, she lives right near the north shore of Lake Superior. She says, up to yesterday, 82 inches of snow, now that's two inches less than seven feet, has fallen in her yard. Lutzen Mountain Ski Area has received 95 inches. Deer in the area are having trouble getting through the snow. It's been a cold winter so far, as about 75 percent of Lake Superior is ice covered as of a few days ago. Now that's unusual because most winters Lake Superior does not freeze over or even have you know any more than 10-15 percent ice cover. Art and Barb Straub from Lesseur report that white-tailed deer are browsing the native red cedar trees. They're also called junipers. American robins like the berries and dark-eyed juncos use these red cedar trees for shelter. Yesterday, they finally took a good photograph of a great blue heron that's been wintering at Bucks Lake, that's between Lesseur and Henderson, where there's a little strip of open water because of a spring. Art and Barb have been counting American robins flying into a grove of Colorado spruces each day about sundown. This past Friday, they counted 565 American robins. Their highest count was 
about 3,000, and that took place on January 27th. I still have more, but I can hold on for a while. Now let's talk a little bit about By the Yard. They are at the uh, Minneapolis Convention Center, as you know, for the Home and Garden Show uh, this weekend and mm-hmm. next, which is nice because if people can't get around because of the weather, they have another weekend next weekend to That's get great. out there and see all the great sights. By the Yard, Jim and I talked about this CCO Land Company for years. It's maintenance-free outdoor furniture. What attracted me to it years ago, and I'm sure Jim too, and Sandy, was that uh, you don't have to store it. If you're limited for storage space, this patio furniture made down in Jordan, Minnesota, out of recycled plastic milk jugs, you think this has got to be really lightweight stuff. As Jim knows, you're not going to be moving your picnic table around anytime soon. No, and we have close to 50-mile-an-hour winds. True. And ours isn't budging. No, it's not going to move. Of surrounded by snow this morning. That's true. That is. I've <laughs> taken some pictures of it. But even though uh, snow is falling, this really is a good time to be thinking about investing in your very own furniture. Uh, you just keep adding to it. And it's going to be looking like new, as Jim will attest to, for decades. And so don't miss the chance. Head to the uh, Home and Garden Show. You don't have to go to the show. You get the same deals by either going to the showroom or get on the web. So beat the rush. Order at the Home and Garden Show. Convention Center downtown this weekend and next. Uh, you can go to the Jordan showroom. Jim and I have been there many times. Or get on the web if it's easier. Just go to buytheyard.net. I know, and you know if you get to the showroom or to the to the home and garden show, just sitting in one of those, you know, they are comfortable. It's pretty amazing. Very much the so. The way they're shaped. You know, try a glider or just try try a lawn chair. They're 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 great. They really and, you know, are. Right now I'm looking out at ours, and I know I, I put a ruler in it the other day, but some of the snow has been blowing off, but there's more than a foot of snow on top of one of our Oh, I believe it. I've got pictures of our deck, and it's got at least a foot, if not two. Isn't so that something? We have about three minutes to go, Jim. Sure. Okay. Um, I get asked about owls in wood duck houses every once in a while, and eastern screech owls are the ones that will roost and nest in wood duck and other large wooden nesting boxes. They're often seen sunning themselves at a nesting box entrance during the winter. A male and a female may roost together and are thought to mate for life. Normally, they nest and roost in tree cavities like old woodpecker cavities. Eastern screech owls stand about nine inches tall, and come in one of two permanent color morphs. They're either gray or they're red-brown. They are the only small owl species in Minnesota with ear tufts and are year-round residents of southern Minnesota. A fairly common owl, active at dusk and during the night, eastern screech owls have excellent hearing and eyesight. They feed on small mammals and birds, In the summer, they also eat insects. Screech owls seldom give a screeching call, but more often a steady trill. And I've been fortunate enough to see them in wood duck houses and actually to hear the trilling, too. I want to talk just a little bit about evergreens. Evergreen trees and shrubs have special adaptations. Their needles have a waxy coating that protects them from cold, dry winter air. Also, evergreen branches bend down under the weight of heavy snow and cast it off, reducing the chance that they will break. Here in Minnesota, we have native spruces, pines, uh, junipers, 
balsam arborvitae, and balsam fir. These and other other evergreens from parts of the country and the world, other parts of the country and world, are especially appreciated in winter when the leaf-dropping broadleaf trees like maples and lindens are without their green foliage. The native Minnesota evergreens play a major role in the ecology of our northern forests and to a in forests in the south. But all across the state and the upper Midwest, evergreens of many species and cultivars make our cities and individual yards more livable in the winter by protecting us from cold winds like today and helping us feel sheltered as they add their shades of green to the winter landscape. And of course, birds and other wildlife depend on evergreens for winter shelter. I want you the birds right now flying towards an evergreen. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Jim, I think you need to go rest your voice. And I do. It, drink some lemonade. There you <laughs> go. Absolutely. Maybe a little honey, too. That would be good. Yes. All right. Well, uh, rest up. We'll, uh, we hope to chat with you again one week from today when I think we're going to be in the month of March. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Won't that be something? Yeah, let's see if it is. Well, Jim, have a have a good week. You too. And we'll talk bye to you now. one week from today. Okay, bye now. Jim Gilbert, back next Sunday morning for more Nature Notes here on News Talk 830 WCCO. 16 degrees. We're going to have uh, that weather coming up straight ahead. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 